Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, where we inspire you to travel the world. And uh, on this episode, we have a unique mother and son guest. Uh, we've never had a mother and son guest, and I'm not, I'm not sure many podcasts actually have this combo. Sometimes you might have couples, uh, sometimes you might have uh, families, but uh, we're very privileged to have Amy and Nate. Uh, they're actually from Oregon, uh, and uh, Amy's going to start off with sharing a little bit more about her travel blog, and then we're going to be asking Nate about his uh, adventure uh, trekking through the PCT, um, which is an amazing trek in the, the northwestern part of the U U.S. Uh, so Amy, uh, maybe you can quickly uh, share a little bit of backstory about your family um, uh, you know, and your travel. So if you want to start off there about how did you inspire your family and your kids to travel? Well, sure. Um, yes, I'm a travel blogger and writer, um, and so we've been traveling as much as we can ever since our kids were born, basically. And um, I started my travel site, Pit Stops for Kids, uh, let's see, back in 2009, I guess. And uh, it started out primarily as a, a resource for families who were on a road trip or car camp because our kids were really small at that time, and we were doing a lot of that. And it's grown as our kids have grown to be more of an outdoor adventures uh, resource and um, just you know worldwide resource for family travel and um, taking your kids out into the wilderness. So um, we've pretty much always done as much as we can of that. Nate here started backpacking at about nine months old, you know, uh, by force on his dad's back. And um, I grew up backpacking and skiing a lot growing up in Northern California. So it's definitely just been part of our family dynamic that we, you, you know, taught our kids from an early age. So tell us about the travel blog itself. Uh, what kind of stuff do you cover uh, on okay. the blog? So it's primarily, it covers uh, resort destinations, uh, road trip itineraries, camping and backpacking tips and itineraries for um, the U.S., Canada, Mexico, we, we have covered some of Central America, South America, Europe, um, but it, I would say it's still primarily North America, so um, a lot of different either destinations for families, like uh, from everything from like theme parks to dude ranches to campgrounds. Um, we try to cover a little bit of everything, so there is some luxury travel, but there's also just real bare bones, car camping, and things like that, because I I believe in having families get out and travel, whether it's, you know, a budget travel trip or it's, uh, you know, all expenses, you know, so there's a little bit of everything on there. Yeah, it's okay. We're definitely kindred spirits because that's one of my big missions is to inspire families to travel more. Uh, whether it's like uh, my young kids, I mean, I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. Uh, yeah. So I definitely have the little bit of the younger generation, whereas you have more teenagers. So uh, mm -hmm. at any stage, I definitely highly recommend you traveling with your kids because it's really going to shape them and form their identities, as we're soon going to discover when we hear Nate's story. Uh, so uh, your son has been inspired uh, to um, not just uh, do the trips with you, but to do this incredible uh, solo trip which he just um, through the PCT. So um, uh, Nate, uh, do you want to share a little bit more about the PCT? What is it uh, for those uh, listeners and viewers who just think it's a cool acronym, but they don't know much about it unless they've seen the movie maybe or read the book? Uh, yeah, so it stands for the Pacific Crest Trail. It's a 2,000-mile trail that goes up. Uh, from Mexico up to Canada. Um, 
it's super cool. It takes about five months to complete, so I didn't have time to do all of it. Um, and I probably wasn't strong enough to do the whole thing. But what I did was the Oregon section. Uh, it's 460 miles or so. Uh, it took me about a month to do that section. Amazing. And, uh, you know, there's a famous book, uh, The Wild Book, and also the movie with Reese Witherspoon that uh, I think has made it more way mainstream. Definitely the book made it more mainstream, and now the movie, obviously. Uh, so for those of you who watched it. Uh, so tell us about uh, what inspired you to do that trail, uh, Nate. I mean, uh, was it because of your mom dragging you around when you guys were young, or, uh, or was it just your own, uh, you know, self-will there? Um, I was definitely, my mom inspired me and my grandpa did too. He's been backpacking. Well, he started our family off backpacking a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just kind of grown up doing a lot of backpacking trips, being out in the woods. And, um, how long ago was it we did the John Muir Trail? We did part of the John Muir Trail as a whole family, um, probably about when you were about 12 or so, yeah. uh, through Yosemite, ending in Yosemite <coughs> and stuff like that. So that was... To date, that was your longest like um, yeah. section of a trail that you had done before. Otherwise, we had done a lot of two or three day backpacking trips with because he's the oldest. He has two younger brothers, so um, yeah. you know we were going slowly. Yeah. So along that, I was just talking to my grandpa. You know, what else? I was younger, so I didn't really know what through hiking was or anything like that. Long distance hiking. We were only going five miles a day at the time, so I, I wanted to do more at that point, and I told my mom that I was going to hike the whole PCT when I found out about that. Uh, <laughs> my whole family kind of laughed at me at that point, but I stuck with it, um, and who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> we all are. We all are. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's kind of what inspired me to go and do that. It was just my <laughs> whole family growing up doing that, so it was fun. So Amy, uh, tell us about how you felt when Nate uh, first came up with the idea of doing the PCT. <laughs> Not with you, but all by himself. Right. Well, you know, he'd been mentioning it for a couple of years, actually. And at first we were doing the traditional parent thing where you're like, uh-huh, sure, okay, maybe later, you know, <laughs> just hoping it goes away. <laughs> and not really knowing if he was serious, right? You know, because – and then he kept mentioning it and kept mentioning it. So two summers ago I told him, well, you know, we'll go on a little trial. And he and I went out for just a number of days, really. We yeah. did like 60 miles of it. And what I wanted to know is like how seriously he took it, like in, and how he was able to navigate on the trail and um, do the basic things that he's grown up knowing how to do. But I wanted to see if he would do it like as like a leader, you know, yeah. uh, like getting the water and, and planning his food and cooking for himself and stuff like that. And, he did great, and I was, like, dragging behind trying to keep <laughs> up on that trip. So that was when you were 15, I guess. And yeah. so after that section, I said, okay, so the next summer we can plan on a whole month of you on the trail um, after that kind of trial. But even that, he wanted to do the entire thing. I, I explained, like, it's going <laughs> to take so many months. You just you don't have the time right now when you're this age. But um, yeah. I know it's been done by a few teenagers but or attempted. I can't remember, I but. But yeah, uh, one state was enough for me to wrap my mind around at a time. <laughs> so Nate, you know, most teenagers nowadays, they're busy on the, the technology, the gadgets, Snapchat, video games, but you have this big passion for the outdoors. So what made you uh, decide to do this solo? I mean, and what, you know, why, why, what, what was the reason why you wanted to do this by yourself? Um, really just to, Proved to myself that I could. There was really no 
like when you when I tell my friends about it, they just they ask the same question. They're like, "Why the hell would you <laughs> try that? Like, it doesn't make sense. Not doesn't sound fun." Um, but it's awesome. It's a whole different culture out there, and I definitely want to just go out and experience that. Um, I'd gotten a taste of it backpacking, but it's definitely a lot different when you have a. It's like a team sport almost because you just have a group of people that you're out there with, um, whether you meet them on the trail or beforehand, um, and they're just like kind of your family out there. Uh, I still have friends from the trail. They're a lot older than me, but, um, uh, you know, we go up and stay with them. We go, I talk to them still, you know, through the social medias and stuff like that. So, um, that's definitely part of it. So tell us about, uh, the journey itself. I mean, uh, how many days were you on the road, uh, doing the trail, uh, roughly how many kilometers or sorry, miles, uh, over there in the U S <laughs> were you doing per day? Uh, tell us about a little bit of the logistics of the journey. Yeah, so we, it took us 28 days to complete. Um, my friend Ben Vaughn actually did half of it with me. So he did about two weeks of it. Um, and then for the other two weeks, I had, you know, random family members who wanted to join in or for a day I was or going two. solo, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't really, uh, I wasn't by myself the whole time or anything like that. But it took us about, yeah, 28 days and we went probably 20 to 30 miles a day. No, um, no, you went, a, well, maybe 20. Well, when, when I had been. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, they like built, a, the, they the built the last miles. two weeks. Yeah. Um, once we had a routine going, we had more miles. But um, for the first half, yeah, it was like 20 miles a day. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and what we did as parents, we, we met up with them about every four days to resupply with food and things like that. Um, you know, older through hikers will usually mail themselves boxes. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, and pick them up at post offices in route and they wanted to do that and they want to do that and like oh, I'd like to lay eyes on you every four days <laughs> you know and and check in with you so that's what you know the compromise that we made is that we were gonna actually meet up with him and and give him his next supply of food and any other supplies that they needed and um, that worked out fairly well it was logistically there were times when it was hard because they're really remote areas and we would meet at trailheads or campgrounds or things like that and there were times that we couldn't find the forest road that we needed or, you know, even though it was all in our home state, you know, it's Oregon. We had to drive a lot to meet up with yeah. them and figure out where they were. So it became definitely our family project for the <laughs> month was driving all over our state, <laughs> chasing down people on the PCT. But it was a lot of fun, actually. And we got a taste of that culture, too, with where we could help out some other hikers. We just like, you know, wait at a trailhead or something for them or him and then meet up with other people and hand out some waters or beers or whatever people are wanting and you know yeah. help people with their laundry and things like that so that was a lot of fun and you know we just kind of gave up our month for that which is normally we're really on the go traveling in the summer but it was it was a nice change of pace actually to get to know our own state really well and so that was that was nice but it took a lot of um planning ahead of time in order to meet up with them that often and so that's something that Definitely, I tell parents to who whose kids are interested in this kind of thing that you have to really look at the the maps and make sure you have planned out how many miles approximately they're going to go and and find locations where you can intersect with the trail because not everywhere can be because it's in the wilderness. So, yeah. um, and you can't know precisely how many miles they'll go each day or if there's like a little delay for this or that or something. So. That's where communication comes in, and which is the other big piece of the puzzle, I think, as far as planning, making sure that you have some kind of device to communicate with. Um, so, 
We use, we use the, inReach. Yeah, we use the Garmin inReach, which is like a GPS satellite um, walkie-talkie phone type. Kind of deal. You can text on it. It makes it really good for yeah. communication, but it's like a one of those super old ones where you have to type in every letter. So yeah. Yeah. It, took, it took, takes a while to communicate messages. Um, it's worth it, though. Yeah, but that that was the other thing we said. You have to be able to communicate with us. So, and it really helped out as far as saying, actually, you know, we'll be a couple hours later at this meetup, or you know, things like that, just to make it smoother to to communicate with them. And and it tracked their GPS location, so if there was an emergency, they could be found. So, so that you know, the spot is another one that does that um, in a similar way. So, we yeah. Hmm. And uh, was there any time in the whole trip when he's out of range or pretty much you have 100% contact if you need it to be at all times or is it kind of going in and out uh, at times? There's a reservation. Yeah, you're just talking about that. Um, well, I didn't really understand what was happening because I wasn't on your end, but there was a reservation. Uh, uh, like a, a Native, Native American, American reservation. reservation. We went over. Passed through. Yeah. And it was basically a dark spot where it, they cut off any kind of satellite communication um, for whatever reasons that they have for that um, on their borders. So there was a moment where we didn't know why, but the GPS signal completely cut out for like eight hours. Like, I wonder where where are they? <laughs> <laughs> and then we could look at the map and see, that, oh, they're crossing. A, I can't remember which it is. It was in central Oregon by um, Bend and Sisters, and it just cuts out. And then you pop back on the radar again when you get to the other side of the, the reservation. So that was definitely weird. Who knew? But otherwise, yes, those do work, but your cell phones didn't work very often. No, they, they were out of service yeah. pretty much the whole time. Yeah. So that's why the GPS phone was important to have. So Amy, was that the scariest eight months of your entire life? <laughs> <laughs> when they were in the dark zone or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little weird until we figured out what the probable cause was. But they had a few other moments where um, he went with his grandfather for a, for two days, and yeah. and Grandpa uh, had a hard time. They found a lot of snowpack, um, which is unexpected. Unexpected last year, so it was slow going there, and that was a little bit of a concern. And then. Um, Finding a, a solid partner for him to go with when his friend, who's another high schooler, joined him for the second half, that went a lot more smoothly because they could get used to just hiking every day together. At first, we were trying to give him new partners more often because we didn't want him to do too many miles completely on his own. And everybody was new to the trail, so everybody was trying to be, you know, getting <laughs> their blisters and all that. And Nate was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> So there were a few moments that was like, where like if you're following the the Garmin and Reach, you could see it on your computer screen with you know like a GPS tracker, and you could see I could follow him and there's like a 10 minute delay and I'd wonder, well why are you camping there? Why why did you turn there? That's not the right trail or something. But I'd have to wait while I gave him the message and then waited for him to like check his phone or like <laughs> please look at your in Reach and answer me. But you know, you always did. You, you did. But you definitely learned that you were in control. You're in charge, really, of your situation out there. Because even if I can look at him on the computer screen, he's hundreds of miles away from me, and I can't reach him immediately. And he's going to have to make some smart choices. And that was good for you. I yeah. Think. Yeah. That was a revelation when I was starting to get asked questions, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in. I'm in a little bit of control here. <laughs> That's weird." <laughs> I have some say here. Yeah. <laughs>
But. So, Nate, uh, I'm interested in the struggles you faced. I mean, um, um, I, I can imagine when you're on the uh, on the trail, you go through some mental struggles in terms of can I do this? Uh, do you yeah. have what it takes? You go through some emotional struggles, uh, uh, physical struggles, obviously, with the tiredness. Uh, tell us a little bit about those challenges that you faced while on the PCT. Um, well, I came to learn that it takes a month to get used to hiking that much uh, every day which is unfortunate because I was only out there for a month. So I was just kind of being torn down the whole time. But uh, emotionally, the only struggle I really had was when I got sick and I was changing partners all day. And there's this one day I was just miserable the whole time. Uh, it was raining. I just had gotten a new partner. Uh, we were tired. I was getting sick. It was just a miserable day the whole time. And I was really thinking, like, I might just take a week off or quit this because it's just not fun. That's the reason I was doing it was for, you know, to meet new people and have fun with it. And I, that was just not happening. So I was definitely considering quitting. But then I had a – I got to Crater Lake National Park, and I had a $60 meal. <laughs> and that changed my uh, – I changed my thoughts real quick. Right. I was ready to keep going. I rallied at that point. And so that's – after that, it was just fun times, and I was meeting great great people that were doing – way cooler things than me that <laughs> were going way farther and had cool pasts and bright futures. So I definitely was inspired by them to keep going and they were just fun to talk to. So after that, it was pretty much uphill. <laughs> Downhill. Downhill. <laughs> uh, awesome. So uh, you've, done, uh, you've done a portion of it. Uh, so what's your next big goal? Uh, I know there's the three big ones, the three big trails in the U.S. Uh, are you yeah. planning to do all three or finish the PCT first? Or what's next for you, Nate? Um, I'm leaving today at two to go 45 miles. Um, okay. just, yeah, on the Pacific Crest Trail. That's just a little uh, hike with my friend, though. And then I plan on doing the whole PCT probably, I don't know, sometime before college is over. <laughs> That's my goal. And then, I don't know, I might, I might go for all three before I, uh, after I graduate, something like that. I haven't really thought that far into the future. That's a good question. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely planning on completing the whole PCT. Sounds good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, definitely looking forward to covering you again and maybe interviewing you once you finish wow. the PCT, once you finish the big three. I think there's actually a trophy or something you get, right, when you finish the three? <laughs> yeah, there are badges you can put on your, uh, on your pack. <laughs> People know. You can tell who's a real hiker when you're out there by their badges. It's pretty mm. cool. It's like a Boy Scout almost. <laughs> Cooler, though. That's good, yeah. <laughs> So, Amy, uh, you know, I'd love to hear your perspective on, you know, if uh, the other teenagers want to do something. And obviously, as a parent, you have these fears, apprehensions about your kids. I mean, we all do. It's, tip, it's normal. If we didn't, there'd be something wrong with you as a parent if you didn't have fears. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how other parents could handle uh, what you did what you did, and what they might yeah. have to do. Well, you know, I certainly heard my share of you're letting him do what, you know, um, from family and friends and, and readers of my site. Um, but... I think part of it is having a comfort level to start with, with being outdoors and hiking and camping. And so that's certainly a head start if you're already um, backpacking as a family and you feel a certain level of, of comfort with that and you know that your child has, has the skills that they've been taught already. Um, if not, I would definitely encourage going out as a family first and, and learning it together and learning how to backpack and, and tackle a few days on the trail for sure. But um, in general, like I'm, I'm just kind of have the philosophy that when kids have a goal, we should help them try to obtain it if it's at all reasonable. <laughs> and um, 
the fear the fear factor is always there for any kind of major goal that your kids want to do I think for sure whatever it might be and I my I don't know I mean there are certainly moments where I definitely slept easier when he was back at home again and stuff but in general I think you know as a teenager he's probably he was safer that month on the trail than he was at home hanging out with his friends and <laughs> driving around in cars and doing whatever right so um, I took comfort in that and just having the the communication device and the meetup plan um, was key. I, I would say I would not really um, suggest people let their teenagers go out and hike the PCT without strong communication device ready for them. Great tips there. Uh, you know, Nate, uh, you're, you're a teenager, and most teenagers, uh, they go through this rebellious, angry stage. Have you gone through that yet? <laughs> Tell us about that. Uh, that's still, that's We're going to skip that. We're <laughs> skipping that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, as a teenager, uh, this is your outlet, right? I mean, uh, people have the outlet. Sometimes they join gangs. Sometimes they do drugs, <laughs> drinking, premarital sex. Um, you actually have a very positive outlet for your uh, teenagers to gain your independence. I love it. Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of rebellious to go on the Pacific Crest Trail because it made my mom stress out so much. So <laughs> I think I definitely <laughs> yeah, I worried her that. enough in that way. <laughs> but no, she was super supportive. My whole family was super supportive of me going out there. Um, and I was super grateful for that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely inspiring. Uh, you know, I love your opinion on this famous movie that came out with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> My wife and me actually went to see that movie. I haven't read the book yet. Um, so tell us a little bit about have you read the book, seen the movie, and what are your thoughts? How similar is it to the book in the movie? Um, it's, well, she obviously went through a lot more than I did. She had, you know, drugs and, you know, a bunch of addictions she had to overcome. But um, it was, I actually read the book while I was hiking. And it was super cool because I was able to, I kind of just caught up to the organ section before I left. And then throughout my hike, I read through the organ section. So I was with her literally like where she was in the, in the book. I was also standing there and I could see what she was talking about and look at the landmarks. And that was super cool. I was super, um, you know, inspired by that also. So that was, that was really fun. And as far as her, what she went through physically, um, other than the withdrawals, <laughs> I went through the same stuff. Um, and that was super cool to see how she, you know, how like, dealt with it physically, all the blisters and mm. it was kind of like, she was just complaining to me. <laughs> so I was just <laughs> complaining right back. <laughs> it did seem like it was pretty realistic. Yeah. It, did. Oh, it was right yeah. on point. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, compared to the movie? Because a lot of us have just watched the movie. Uh, how is it compared to the actual movie of Reese Witherspoon? I watched like the first half of the movie. So that's not really helpful because I don't mm. think she was even on the trail at that point. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely watched the movie and read the book, and the book is certainly goes more into the actual trail and her experience there. And I think, if I remember correctly, the movie dealt a little bit more with her past and her, you know, relationships and things like that. So I'm I'm assuming that was accurate as well, you know, for her life. But as far as actually learning more about the experience on the trail, I think the book tells you more. I'll put it that way. Just gives you more information than the movie did. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And you know, uh, some of us might watch the movie, some of us might read the book, and other people are actually doing the trails. <laughs> Either way, I think it's been a, that's been a real inspiration for a lot of people getting outdoors and yeah. doing more hiking and backpacking, whether it's on the PCT or somewhere else or anything. So, um, yeah, I definitely encourage everyone to just just start small and, and get outdoors and not be 
not be afraid to spend a night out outside. You know, <laughs> we yeah. can all do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if you've actually covered uh, the story on your blog, uh, Nate. I, I'm not sure if you like writing as your mom does or video blogging so, or social media. Uh, so, yeah. so tell us about how did you cover uh, the journey? How did, uh, yeah, well, it was mostly me, I guess. Um, he, he did some interviews for me, and then um, his story is in Outdoors Northwest magazine and Outdoor Families magazine um, and on the blog as well from my perspective. And, and then what did we do? Oh, while he was actually hiking, we had a, a Facebook page that was kind of covering his photos that he'd send because he does take really good photos, but he's not – you know, the writing part was not as inspiring to him. So I did most of the writing about what, what he experienced, and he did a lot of photos. So I can definitely give you some links to that to share people so they can see a little more of the the logistics and the day-to-day -day and how, how the trail actually went for him, yeah. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, definitely insp inspiring. Uh, you know, I'm here in South America. I'm not sure if I'll be doing any of those trekking with three young kids, but I'm sure <laughs> I will be doing it in the future. So thank you guys yeah. for your time today. Thank yeah, you. Thank Thanks you. a lot, Ricky. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, so make sure you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, make sure you follow Amy's blog. you want to quickly give a shout-out to your blog, Amy? Yeah, it's uh, pitstopsforkids.com, and I'll put a link in there as well, too. Cool. Uh, make sure you check out Pit Stops for Kids. Uh, you know, it was definitely inspirational and formative in her son's life, and I'm sure in her younger son's life, too. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to Amy across her social. And thanks for your time, guys, and happy trekking on the PCT later today. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot. Okay. Over and out. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Digital Nomad Mastery, where we inspire you to travel the world and sometimes travel in your own backyard on things like the PCT. Thanks, everyone.